Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast. Monday Morning Discipleship, as always, we like to come on on Monday and try to give you something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And so before we get started, let me give you the announcement as we always do. If you enjoy what we do here on the Purpose and Beyond podcast, we invite you to consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast. You can do that by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond uh, to check out the different levels of, of, of support and sponsorship that we offer. Some as little as $5 per month. Again, we do this as a labor of love uh, and an extension of our ministry, but every little bit of support that you give us will go a long way uh, in helping us to carry out uh, this mission that we have here. Um, listen, we'll be offering exclusive content. I'm going to tell you about that in just a second and merchandise at select levels for our patrons. But again, a little support will go a long way uh, in support of this podcast that we bring you three times a week. So if you would like to sponsor us, visit www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond. And on last week, uh, we kind of gave you a sneak peek, if you will, of our exclusive series over on Patreon. It's called signing your name, finding your individual purpose in a world of influence. Now we gave you week one last week uh, on the regular streaming channels, but in order to get uh, to, to, to finish out that series. I, I hope that some of you all listened to part one and were blessed by it, but uh, you're going to have to become a patron to get the other three episodes uh, in that series. Part two is already up. Uh, so if you would like to become a patron, please, 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 my brother, my sister, um, go to patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond and just become a patron to donate to us on a monthly level. Again, we don't even ask for that much. Um, as I keep telling you all, it's like uh, two Big Mac meals uh, per month that, that it will cost you uh, to support us in this ministry effort. And we would definitely appreciate you for doing so. But again, if you haven't done so already, you can listen to part one of that series uh, on the regular streaming channels. And I believe it'll be a blessing to you. And if you like what you hear there, just sign up to become a patron because that's not the only exclusive thing we're going to do on Patreon, but we'll uh, do more as we go along. But again, part two is already up. And so you might want to go ahead and check that out. So let's get to Monday morning discipleship. Uh, that's enough of that. Let's get to morning, Monday morning discipleship. And uh, we're going to start a new series. We just came out of our series, uh, Contending for the Faith. And so what I'm going to talk to you over the next four weeks about, it's going to be another four-week series, The Mark of a Disciple. The Mark of Disciple. So this is part one. And I'm going to share with you over the next four weeks uh, some critical thoughts and, and points, if you will, uh, the mark of a true disciple. Now, you all know that I wrote that book, Are We Still Making Disciples? And uh, we're still pushing that book and promoting that book. In fact, I have a conference coming up on next month uh, for that book. Um, so we're still in that book, and, and that book has it's got a lot of life in it. Um, in, in this fall, this, that book will be six years old, um, and we launched a church uh, based on the principles of that book. But I want to just give you an outline in this first part of what we're going to cover uh, in this new series, uh, The Mark of a Disciple. And so this is part one of this series. And so, again, we're going to go through over the next four weeks. I'm going to talk to you about two things in reference to a mark of disciples. Um, and I wrote this in my book. I got this out of my uh, Bible dictionary, the New Ungers Bible dictionary. Um, but all of us should know this, those of us that are in the faith and in the church. Um, what is a disciple? At its core, a disciple is a learner and a follower. That's what a disciple is, a learner and a follower. So for, from the Christian perspective, a disciple is a learner and a follower 
of Jesus Christ. And so over the next four weeks, we're going to talk about what it means to be a learner and what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And so let me explain this very quickly. I'm going to share a sentence with you all from the uh, book, uh, Are We Still Making Disciples? In just a second, Um, we're going to give you a couple of notes here and there as we go through these next four weeks. But um, let me explain it to you like this. There's a lot of us that know Bible verses. And we know Bible verses because we've learned Bible verses. We've learned them. We've been taught. Um, Even people that don't come to church know some Bible verses. And so that means that we can be learners just just by by being around people that constantly say things, that constantly quote things. Matter of fact, uh, Christians are so good at quoting things that we use catchphrases, right, around people who aren't saved and who don't know the Bible, and they actually think it's in the Bible. Because we don't say to them, okay, now this is the catchphrase. This ain't in the Bible. And you all, again, you know how I feel about catchphrases. And some of the catchphrases that we have in church, you can back them up biblically. But a lot of them you can if you want to be real about it. And so this is why I encourage people to become learners of what God said, not what your favorite uh, gospel singer or not what your pastor said or not what your favorite person that goes to church said. Because some of that stuff is catchphrase. And again, some of it can be backed up biblically. Some of it, some of it can't, right? And so uh, we want to be, we want to be learners and we want to be followers, right? And so, so what do we, what do we mean when we say we want to be a learner? Again, as I said, you can pick up Bible verses. You can learn Bible verses. You know, as a child, the shortest verse in the Bible, by the way, is Jesus wept. And as a child, this is the, one of the first Bible verses I learned. Because we had to say a Bible verse before we could eat our food. So so we had to say our grace. So we had to say a Bible verse. I'll say it like that. Mama said we either had to say grace or we had to say a Bible verse. And so she taught me to say Jesus wept. Right. When Lazarus died, Jesus wept. And so uh, you can teach Bible verses. But the other side to this, y'all, as we talk about the mark of a disciple is not just being a learner, but a follower. So again, any disciple is a learner and a follower. But from a Christian perspective, we are learners and followers of Jesus Christ. And it's important that we make that that note, that kind of that, 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 that statement, rather, that we it's important that we make that clear. Because, listen, you can be a disciple of anything. You can be a learner and follower of anything. But it's different being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Right. I mean, I, I was a disciple of all the music that I listened to and some of the artists that I listened to growing up because I learned of them and I followed them. Right. Famously, those of you who know me, you know, I, I, I followed Prince extensively. I knew a lot about Michael Jackson. I knew some things about Stevie Wonder, about Sam Cooke. And those are people that that I would follow. They could release anything. Well, you know, Sam had had, had died by the time I, I was born, but they could put anything out. And I will be like, yes, that's my stuff. I'm going to go get it. But there's a difference between being a learner and a follower of the things of the world and being a learner and a follower of Jesus Christ. And so as Christians, the mark of a disciple is we are learners and followers of Jesus Christ. So let me read that statement uh, from Are We Still Making Disciples? I want to make sure that I make that clear. And I wrote this. I said, the New Unger's Bible Dictionary describes a disciple as a learner and one who professes to have learned certain principles from another and maintains them on the other's authority. 
In the context of Christianity, this applies to our relationship with Jesus Christ. So the Bible dictionary says that a disciple, right, is a learner and a follower, right? A learner uh, and one who professes to have learned certain principles from another and maintains them on that other's authority. And so when we look at uh, our Bible verse, we look at our, our scripture, the Great Commission. Let me go ahead and pull that up uh, for you, because, again, the entire book obviously is written on that Great Commission that Jesus Christ gave us before he left here. And as we're often uh, stating here, uh, particularly in my ministry, right, the last thing that Jesus told us to do was make disciples. He said, go and make disciples of Jesus Christ. And, le and let me make sure that, that you understand this. And this may be a little controversial here, but it's more important, even though I just launched one, it's more important to make disciples than it is to establish churches. It's more important to make disciples than it is to establish churches. Now, we established churches, at least at least what we did before the kingdom. The establishment of the churches, I tell people all the time, as I wrote in this book, the church is supposed to be a disciple making factory. So it's important that we establish church, but our reason needs to be lined up with the Bible. We're going to establish a church so we can turn out disciples. I can tell you all right now that that as, as we say, our slogan at For the Kingdom Christian Churches, our mission is the commission. The purpose of what I'm trying to do is to turn out disciples. If God, and I'll share this testimony very quickly before I get back and I read this text here. I've said this out loud, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If God never gives me more than 25 members, I want to turn those 25 members into disciples. That's all I want to do is make people disciples of Jesus Christ. God can make you rich. He can give you money. He can give you houses. He can give you relationships, all those things. I believe that God can give you all of those things. But my job as a pastor, preacher, teacher is to make disciples. It's to point them to Jesus. I'm working on a book right now. I'll let you give some inside information here. Um, I'm working on a book. And by the way, I'm trying to do three books this year. I don't know if I'm going to make it, y'all, but y'all pray for me. But I'm working on a book right now where I talk about the preacher in, in relation to John the Baptist. What John says, the one that's coming behind me, is the one you need to worship. He says, I'm not, and when Jesus showed up, he said, I'm not even worthy to latch his shoes. So if God doesn't give me anything but 25 people to manage, to lead, I want to make them disciples. And those that are disciples, I want to make sure they stay disciples. So again, that learner, let's go back to the text on today. That learner, right? They learn the principles upon the authority of the one that gave it to him, right? So what does Matthew chapter 28 says? Matthew 28, verse 18, New Living Translation. Then Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth. Jesus came and told his disciples, the one who's already following him, I have been given all authority in heaven and in earth. So you all have been following me. I want you to know that I have all authority. And then what he does in verses 19 and 20, which is, which is the great commission. He says this again, new living translation. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit, 
teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, what's important here is that Jesus starts off by saying, I've got the authority to tell you what I'm getting ready to tell you right now. I've got the authority. Watch this to deputize you. I didn't make you Jesus. I didn't give you all power, but I, I have the authority to deputize you and to make you into people who could go out and make disciples. Go out and make disciples of these uh, of these people that you encounter. How do you make disciples of them? You bring them to me. And you teach them what I said in the word. All that internal stuff that happens to them. God is saying, I'll take care of that. But you bring them to me and you teach them in the word. And as you're teaching them in the word, I'm going to illuminate things to them. So that they'll come to understand that you ain't making this up. And that this ain't some pie in the sky. This is not fantasy. This is not this this is not that. This is the real deal. So, again, Jesus starts off, though, as we as we looked at that, that new Unger's uh, dictionary definition. Right. Again, let's read it again. The dictionary, uh, the, the New Unger's Bible dictionary describes a disciple as a learner, right? And one who who professes to have learned certain principles from another and maintains them on that other's authority. I maintain the principles that I've learned on the authority of Jesus, not me. When Pastor Jackson tells you something, I'm not telling you on my authority. I'm telling you on the authority of Jesus Christ, the one who I'm following and the one who I'm serving. He has the authority. He has deputized me to make disciples. But he has not called me to make disciples of me. He has called me to make disciples of him. So when I explain the principles and I tell people, this is what we do, this is how we follow, this is what, how we go about this. Don't maintain it on my authority. Because whatever little authority that God has given me down here, I want y'all to hear me good right here. Whatever little authority that God has given me down here, it dies when I die. But Jesus' authority lives on because he says, I'm going to be with you to the end of the age. My authority goes on. He's basically saying in that moment, I'm not dying. I'm deputizing you all to do the work because I'm getting ready to ascend to the Father. This is what he mean when he said in scripture that you all are going to do greater works than I than I did. Not because we're greater than Jesus, but we're going to have more opportunity down here than Jesus had down here. He was here for a short time. But mankind is going to be here for, for more years. So he says, you all are going to reach more people than I reach. But reach them through me, reach them about me and make sure that they're following me. So again, as we go forward as this, this learner, as we talk about being learners of Jesus Christ, let me read a little bit further here in this book, Are We Still Making Disciples? While it would seem natural to attribute the title of disciple to members of any Christian congregation, we must understand that there are many people in the church that love Jesus. But just because you love someone, that does not necessarily make you a follower of their principles. Therefore, the Christian must understand that it's not enough to love Jesus. The truth of discipleship is in following Jesus and his commands. This is why it's important, as I said to you all early, when we talked about being learners. People can learn scripture. Thank you, Holy Spirit. People can learn scripture, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're living scripture. 
the mark of a disciple is not one who just learns scripture, but they do all they can to live scripture. They don't allow people to tell them that this is old and it's tradition and it's this and it's that. No, the mark of a disciple is not just someone who learns scripture, but they also live scripture. So when I make that statement uh, in that paragraph, when I say it would be, uh, uh, it would seem natural that anybody that's a part of a Christian congregation is a disciple. I've already said this to you. There are plenty of us that have learned Bible verses. There are plenty of us, as my pastor, Pastor Damon Mosley, often says, he says some people have been around church so long, they just know how to do church stuff. They know how to do things that people do in church. They know when to shout. They know when to sing. They know when to fall out. They know when to say amen. They know when to dip out when it's time for tithes. Amen. You know, some people know how to do church stuff because they've been around church. But as I made as I made that statement, as we get ready to wrap this up on today, I said, it's not enough to just love Jesus. You can love somebody without holding to their principles. Can I help you all today in these last couple of minutes? I know a lot of people that I love, but I don't agree with how they live. They make choices and decisions that I don't agree with. I love them. But I don't agree with how they live. But here's the beauty of it, y'all. I can love them without being their disciples. So they can live however they want to live because I'm not required to follow them. I'm not required to be their disciples. So they can do whatever they want and live however they want to live. That's their life. And I still love you. But to be a disciple of Jesus Christ means that I'm going to love him and I'm going to follow him. I'm going to follow his principles. The mark of a disciple. Not just taking it in. Thank you one more time, Holy Spirit. Not just taking it in, but living it out. That's the mark of a disciple. Not just taking it in, but also living it out. Making sure that you're carrying forward on those principles. So here it is. We get ready to wrap it. I'm going to take about three more minutes here. And then we're going to, going to get out the way on today. Um, and then we'll pick this up again on next week. I'm going to read one more paragraph. And by the way, this is chapter one of Are We Still Making Disciples? The Great Commission that the true disciple, the true disciple is under, initially comes with a call. We are called out of the world to become learners, followers, and eventually agents of Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about these scriptures on next week, but you go ahead and write them down. Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 through 15. Mark chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 5. I'll read those again. Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 through 15. Mark chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. And Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 5. Let me read that opening statement again that, that went with these scriptures. Again, the Great Commission that the true disciple is under initially comes with a call. We are called out of the world to become learners, followers, and eventually agents of Jesus Christ. Jesus' disciples were called from all walks of life. Peter, James, and John were fishermen. Brothers James and John, the sons of thunder, came from a prosperous family, and they were fiery and passionate. Matthew was a tax collector, a publican, as he often, often said in, in Scripture. He was despised in the community and considered a common sinner. So here it is, y'all, as we wrap this up on today. The first thing that we talked about here is that the true disciple, right, 
is under uh, uh, initially a, 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 a rather the call to true discipleship, right? The great commission that the true disciple is under initially comes with a call. We are called out of the world. We are called away from what we were following before. As I mentioned, John the Baptist, John had disciples. When Jesus showed up, John told his disciples, and I'm paraphrasing, you can get from behind me now and go follow Jesus. And let me make a statement right there very quickly before I deal with the rest of this. John had disciples because Jesus hadn't come yet. You all can follow me till he gets here. When he gets here, I want you to get behind your leader. I'll tell you what, it's kind of like this, kind of like this, kind of like uh, those of you who, uh, who have siblings and mom and dad would leave home. Parents will leave you home. Most cases, they left the oldest in charge, right? But when the parents came back home, if it's being done properly, parents are back home now. You can get back behind your parents. We, as, in fact, we all going to get behind our parents because leadership is here now. I was leading you until leadership got here. John said the same thing to his disciples. He's here now. There's no need to follow me anymore. We're all going to get behind him now. And so let me, let me go. Why was that important? Let me, let me go back to this again. As I said, we're called out of the world, away from the thing that we were following before. Get from behind the thing that you used to follow and come on and follow Jesus. And then I, I, I said this. I said that uh, we came out of the world to become learners, followers, and eventually agents of Jesus Christ. So again, I'm going to touch on it a little bit more on next week as I talk about all the people that, that God called. But you see, they all had different professions and all these different things uh, that, that, that they were doing in their life. And Jesus called them away from all of it. And he said, put it down and follow me. Famously, he tells Peter, from now on, you're going to be fishers of men. The mark of a disciple is that you're following Jesus, that you're learning of Jesus. Again, not that you're just taking scripture in, but you're also living scripture out because anybody can take it in. That don't necessarily mean they're living it out. Last point of emphasis, uh, many of you have been on jobs before. And you and I know I've had this, this testimony before where you went to a job and you were new on the job and you were trained by somebody <laughs> that didn't follow any of the things that they were training you to do. They might even tell you every now and then Now they want you to do this, but this is what I do. <laughs> right. And so disciples, the mark of a disciple. Again, we stay with the authority of Jesus Christ. So as a preacher, pastor, I can't say, well, this is what the Bible say, but this is what I would do. I said, this is what the Bible saying. This is what we ought to do. Even if you catch me not doing it, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Because that's the mark of a disciple. We're going to stop right here. I hope that you all are blessed by what we shared as we kick off this new series again. Uh, I'm going to try to make this a four-parter. If the Lord stretch it, then he'll stretch it. The mark of a disciple. And what we're going to talk about over these next few weeks is what it really means to be a learner and what it really means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Again, it's not just about going to church. I know I said something that probably shook some people. I said it's more important to make disciples than it is to establish churches. And I said that again, I'll make this statement very, very quickly. I said that because 
every church is not established according to what scripture says. And I know that seems like an odd thing to say, but every church, and that's part of the reason that we wrote the book, every church is not established to turn out disciples. But I want you to know that for the kingdom, Christian church was established to turn out disciples. There's other things that we're going to do, but first and foremost, I want to do what Jesus said, make disciples. So that's all the time that we got this week. Again, we're going to pick it up again on next week. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, go to the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. Go there, stop by there. We believe that you will be blessed. Again, if you want to purchase any of our works, particularly this book, Are We Still Making Disciples? Go to the publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast, and we would definitely appreciate it. You can listen on Facebook now on the ministry's web uh, ministry's Facebook page. That is uh, facebook.com forward slash Kelly R. Jackson Ministries. You can listen to it right there. If you're following our church page, at FTK Church or search for the Kingdom Christian Church. We also share the podcast right there on the church page. However you listen, however you subscribe, tell somebody about the podcast, tell them it's blessing you if it's blessing you and invite somebody to be a subscriber, share it on your social media page and we would definitely appreciate you for doing so. Again, we encourage you become a sponsor of this podcast by going to our Patreon page and you can donate monthly to us again, www.patreon.com forward slash uh, purpose and beyond become a monthly sponsor. You can become a sponsor for as little as $5 per month, whatever level of support that you give us. We would definitely appreciate it. If you want to donate to us in a more traditional fashion, you can go to the ministries website and donate right there. Again, krjministries.org forward slash donate. Go there and you can just make a one-time donation to the ministry if you so desire. Again, that's all the time that we've got for our Monday morning discipleship. We pray that you all were blessed by what we had to share. God bless you and God keep you with my prayer as always. We'll see y'all all next time. Be blessed.